I'm Gavin Scott, your host. Welcome to the Stay Outstanding podcast, the show that shares wisdom and gifts knowledge, motivates you to be your authentic self, influences you to fulfill your true potential, encourages you to take action, and inspires you to step into your greatness. Welcome back for another episode, everybody. I'm so pleased to have in the studio today with me, Lennart van der Zyl, who is a startup founder turned entrepreneur coach, originally from Holland, but now living in Spain. And together with his wife, runs an academy for intentional entrepreneurship, uh, helping business owners to grow their empires whilst thriving on a personal level. Um, Leonard, so great to have you here. Let's deep dive straight in with, Let's do that. Great with your, with your story, because I really like people's story. Everyone's got a different story, but it's normally uh, trials and tribulations to, you know, success and triumph. So where did your story start? Yeah, where to start? Um, yeah, originally I was trained to become a a lawyer, like a, a company lawyer uh, at a top firm in, in Holland. That is my original background. Um, but I already had this feeling that I shouldn't, I shouldn't yeah, pursue that path because I knew that it wasn't going to make me happy. And then I, um, yeah, I started in the corporate world and worked for a software company in sales and marketing and Already on at an early age, I led the, I led some teams. Um, so there was really um, insightful to just lead uh, teams, manage teams, and you get the best out of people. Um, so I always loved that. And then I found out that there was a very interesting um, American startup initiative coming to to Holland, to Rotterdam, to my hometown, and that was around 2015. And I jumped um, jumped on, on it. I just knew, okay, this this excites me. This startup world coming to my home, hometown. And I want to be part of it. These new initiatives, and um, and then I, I I got involved in that entire um, startup tower that they were realizing in the center of of Rotterdam, Holland. And um, after a year, when I had helped with the foundations of that startup tower so to say with all these startups and investors i thought okay why shouldn't i start a startup myself because how awesome is it that when you create something that wasn't there yet and you can you can change the world you can improve something and i never really felt that i needed a um a, ma a manager someone who who yeah who tells me what what to do and uh i i it turned out i think to be a very good decision because it back in Early 2017, I started my uh, tech startup with two co-founders, and um, yeah, it was a wildly successful uh, uh, first year. Um, we just took, yeah, we, I can almost say we took the world by storm with our own uh, pocket translator that we launched on uh, Kickstarter. Uh, that was a huge success uh, in terms of media attention and also in terms of um, uh, fu funding on the platform. So in the first year, we we managed to sell over um, 
uh, I think it was 10,000 um, uh, units of these pocket translators. And uh, that was an awesome adventure uh, traveling all over the world and uh, yeah, leading the team because we already had a team in the first year because we were growing so fast. And um, the second year, year was definitely more challenging because I noticed that I was already for a couple of years running on empty a bit. I was just pushing the envelope and I was just working way too hard to just prove myself and to just, yeah, be better. And, but I wasn't taking care of myself. So I started to notice in that first startup year that I was getting more tired and I couldn't do the things that I was used to do, like with all these, uh, this power and energy. So the second year, what I said, it was, so it was way more challenging because both um, my health uh, collapsed and the business itself as well. Um, so it was extremely uh, difficult to 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 yeah to to save myself and the business at the same time. So for the first months of that year, I was in a in a full burnout situation and I didn't do anything. And then I really had to step back into the business to. Yeah, to to make sure that we we were staying alive because it was the business was such an important thing. We had a team of twenty people. Um, by the time I think we sold over one hundred thousand of these pocket translators all over the world, so a lot of people and organizations relied on our product, uh, on our translations. And um, yeah, in the end, long story short. I managed to just um, find a be much better way to work and to 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 live as well, and we took some drastic decisions and, and measures to to save the business because we lost a lot of our sales overnight. Um, and then once everything was in calm waters, I would say in the th third year of that business, so that was 2019, I asked myself, okay, do I really want to rebuild the business? And do I want to stay in this business for a couple of years, for like five years to just take it to the level that it could could have? And then I, it hit me that I actually wasn't always that excited about technology. And we had a technology company, right? But I wasn't so excited by it. Um, and I was actually more excited by by people, developing people. And... That was what I always loved, personal development. Um, yeah, leading teams, getting the best out of people, uh, spotting talents. Um, and that's that's when I decided, okay, I'd rather do something with coaching. So that was in 2019. Um, and then in 2020, I managed to, to leave the business because there was, um, yeah, there was a lot of turmoil, a lot of conflict with uh, co-founders. A lot of dead bodies falling out of the closets, closet as we, that's at least a saying that we use in, in Holland. Um, so I knew, okay, this is time to to get out. And the timing was perfect, was right before COVID. And um, yeah, I left in February 2020, um, managed to sell my shares. Uh, wasn't the multi-million dollar exit, but was still, yeah, way better than 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 it used to be in the when the business really collapsed and there was even a big risk of having ending up with a, bit, a lot of debt so that was scary 
And then I started my current business, just how you introduced me to coaching business. And we will probably talk about it a bit more. Yeah, we sure will. Um, so one thing I don't want to skip over is the emotions you felt during the turmoil. Um, could you perhaps share with the audience like what you really felt deeply? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It was probably the toughest time of my life because I was I was feeling so depleted and I felt uh, I had a constant feeling of anxiety in my in my body, like it wouldn't go away. It was just a feeling that um, I was permanently um, hungover or yeah something something similar hungover with a lot of stress. Did that you, was and it, that was really painful. Yeah. Did you experience any fear, shame, guilt beyond the anxiety? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was pretty shameful in a way that I needed to step away for five months. And I was at the time I was the CEO of the of the business. And um suddenly I I I wasn't I wasn't nobody, nobody. I was I couldn't work. And a lot of people didn't understand. So it wasn't that long ago. It was like early 2018, but like five years ago, it was at least in my environment in, in Holland, it was much less common to have to have a burnout. Um to yeah, to be open about and vulnerable about uh, being being weaker or to at least needing to recover. So that was a feeling I had as well. But it, the, 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 my situation was just too bad to, to, I had to do it. I had to step out of the business. And then when I got back into the business, it was actually way too fast. And I needed to recover and take much smaller steps. But then the difficulty started to to rise in the business and we actually had um yeah what i said a lot of co-founder uh, fights and, and battles and actually in those those three years i think i experienced some uh, th the, the things that most entrepreneurs experience in like 10 years or 20 years because also we had a situation where um an employee, employee stole uh money from us um at the point that the business was actually doing really bad so emotionally that was really 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 painful as well to have to trust someone and see that happen so that was um yeah i won't go too much into detail but it was just as someone who had access to uh some of our bank accounts in a more like in a role that actually need required that access and uh the person just wired the money to his account and in the end we just showed it to the, to the police and it was yeah but they didn't they did nothing with it and but that was just one of the many of the examples and uh but i also really remember that at the time when i was feeling so so bad physically and also emotionally and with all the things happening um i really felt I had these moments and I, I haven't shared it so, this so much with other people, but I had these moments where I actually told Rochelle, my wife, okay, what is, what is the point? I really don't want to live like this anymore. Um, I didn't really have some kind of specific thoughts going into that direction, but it was really a question that I, that I just 
sometimes had okay this way i really don't want to want to have it and uh, yeah you could call it like a dark night of the soul a period or at least very dark period um but i i needed to to experience it to understand what is to really defend myself and to 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 make sure that i'm just um uh, in a better state as a human being and i don't that i don't make the similar mistakes again in business like trusting certain people and um yeah i also learned that in business um no one really is really going to save you but yourself there's no manager um there's no there's no there's no uh pension um there you just have to be to be strong enough at least to to take care of yourself and otherwise people might take advantage of you doesn't always need to be but that can happen for sure because of the the interest everybody has in their own yeah for them for themselves thanks for uh being vulnerable and sharing so deeply so a couple of things come up for me from that which is so many people <clears throat> um particularly sort of entrepreneurs that i coach they can't seem to make the progress that they want to right and of course sometimes we have realistic and sometimes we have unrealistic ideas of our progress um at the time you were obviously realistic because you had it in front of you and it was moving along and unfolding so really everything that combined the anxiety you know you kind of basically went through a, a period of overwhelm and procrastination and uh well, i don't know necessarily so much about procrastination but when you're in that overwhelmed world you know everything is cloudy there's no certainty there's no clarity and people it's actually really debilitating and people don't understand how debilitating it can be and that's something really that uh as entrepreneurs we should try and avoid right is getting into a situation of overwhelm so we'll come back to in a minute how we can avoid uh burnout because i think burnout produces the overwhelm or is the coal to the fire if you like uh but mm. i just want to ask quickly you talk about the the company and a bit about the structure with employees and finance and stuff i imagine that when you started the company as a tech startup and particularly at that time things in tech were really hot and moving really quickly did you have time to create a company culture and if you didn't do you think that was perhaps what started to create all the tension across the different elements of the business i was for sure really um working hard on the company culture because i know how important it is uh because the team will pull it off and they will actually make the customer happy um i think the problem um in my previous business was to was the company foundations and i'm talking about uh, the legal structure the agreements we have together um also the the yeah co-founding a business is like a having a marriage together uh, so it's really important that you just align on values and so i think we had some problems um purely in the foundations and but when it came to the team i knew that we uh needed a certain certain culture and i like a getting things done culture 
um, but we also had a very international culture and uh, working remotely culture from the get-go back in 2017 when it wasn't so normal but we yeah we had people from from all these different uh, cultures because we were a uh, translation company um, and and with people that love languages and we really had powerful people in the um, in that in the first 10 employees I was really involved in in that and but for sure if you have um, a certain dynamic with your co-founders and there's a certain lack of of trust that actually that will trickle down in your organization in, in a way so that that is something that that is that is the foundation you really need to to work on and 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 sometimes just say okay this is not it's not going to work this is an incredible lesson for any entrepreneur or startup out there because what tends to happen from idea to creation is we go from zero to 100 really quickly and we just try to put everything in place and you know grow as quickly as we can whereas i think fundamentally as you say the structures legal finance this that and the other are much more important in the longer term and uh taking your time to put those in place uh, will really you know be helpful in the future um moving to burnout how how can you avoid burnout or what signs can you see on the horizon before you actually uh burn out that can perhaps help you not burn out yeah the body shows all kinds of signals and um, also the mind and if you're having these depressing feelings that's a sign if you sleep uh, starts to 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 be worse that's a sign um, if you're just super tired when you don't supposed to be tired uh, even if you just had a good rest over the weekend that's a sign so I had a lot of these uh, signs um, but I also just pushed through a lot and I think the, the the body, yeah. Looking back, the body gives enough uh, enough signs, and uh, I think partly I was also just interested in how far I could go. I think I just wasn't. I hadn't seen enough examples of how how dangerous burnout is, and how long it takes you to recover. It takes years, and and people, yeah, people don't understand it. It's usually some some severe illnesses and some very intense like things like um uh, car crashes or that kind of of damage that you can have due to your body sometimes is 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 you can recover in in a year from it but burnout it takes you a couple of years at least and some in a way sometimes you're you're you have a certain scar for life uh because of the burnout burnout so it's super super important to check in with yourself and to just ask yourself okay is this a sustainable thing and i see the human body and 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 the human as, as a whole as a system so we we are not robots and although sometimes we are led to believe we are in a way but we need to pull up opposite ends so if we work really hard for like three months to to get a project started and then we also need to rest harder. Um, yeah, it, it's simply it's simply how it works. And I I think I try to 
I tried to believe that I didn't need it. And I was, I was, yeah, I was superhuman or something. And don't know what, it, what I exactly was thinking, but I just wanted to see where I could take it. And uh, that was really naive. And, um, and right now that's something I help with. Um, not, not, not purely the burnout, but just helping entrepreneurs to just um, be very intentional about the thing that, the thing that they are creating, but also the life they're, they're living and how they want to feel in the process. And it's not just about building the business as, and as big as possible, but it's about, okay, why do you want to build this business? And how do you want to be during the journey? How do you want to feel? Starting with the end in mind. And yeah, burnout is always dangerous. But if you're just asking yourself these questions constantly, then it's really hard to do to derail. Yeah. It's so interesting for me because I've suffered <clears throat> burnout twice. Uh, well, probably more than twice, but at least in the last uh, five, six years. Firstly, when uh, my company was taken away from me, so I knew the end was in sight for like nine, ten months, and uh, you know the noose kept getting tighter and tighter, and I just said, "Work harder, you know it'll be over. You'll get over it." And um, I think there's an element you use the word naivety, but I think it's more of an ego thing where you you lie to yourself because you know you've got this project that you're passionate about and you've you know taken from concept to creation and you want to see it through and I think the ego plays a big part in that and also experiencing burnout in a in a, in, in a non-business sense when I was uh I took the year off last year basically to swim because I was training to swim the English channel and you know, when I came out of that, when it finished, like, okay, I needed a couple of weeks to just let my body rest and do nothing. But then there's the fallout from what was, you know, like, what did I actually do? You know, like, what did I put in place for after the swim? So there was breakdown and burnout around my health, because all of a sudden, you know, I'd, I'd put on weight specifically, uh, so that I could uh, be in the cold water for longer. But then you do nothing and you've been used to swimming 40, 50 hours a week. You know, you continue to put weight on. Um, and then, you know, if you end up, as you say, with some depression or emotions, you kind of uh, end up eating more. So I really understand the burnout um, concept because I've lived it a few times also. Um I, I, I know that you're a specialist at spotting bottlenecks in businesses, particularly with entrepreneurs. And I'm sure you had that a few times in your tech business and probably as you started to create your existing business, right? Because we're never prepared for everything that we're going to experience. So how can people see bottlenecks um, before they arise? And what are bottlenecks? Yeah. Um, so bottlenecks are the things that are preventing our business uh, from going to the next level. So it's something in the business or in your own entrepreneurship and your own performance that is just holding everything back. And in our philosophy, in the way we, we coach entrepreneurs, 
um, we always say the weakest link is what determines the speed. So if you, there's always a weakest link because every, especially in entrepreneurship, everything is moving and it's changing all the time. But there's usually something that is just behind. It can be the marketing or it can be um, a certain co-founder dynamic, which is uh, toxic. Um, it can also be your own performance and productivity as a leader, as an entrepreneur in, in the business, which is actually just slowing everything down. So it's important to always um, look for what is what is going slow, what is not working. And therefore, you need awareness. You need to, to be very direct and honest about, okay, what is um, not working? Ask your people, ask your team, check in with your co uh, customers, um, and also just take on a, a bird's eye view. Just take a step back and look at all the processes in the in the business and also look at your own performance is it is it worse what are you not doing what you suppose you should supposed to do um yeah are you having enough having enough focus and and if you just very get very good in kind of cutting away these bottlenecks or just making sure the it flows where these bottlenecks are then your business will will flow and will will grow. So I think the only task you have, not the only, but I would say the, one of the most important tasks you have as an entrepreneur is constantly uh, fixing the, these bottlenecks and making sure that everything across the board is 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 growing. Um, and it can be a wide variety of things, but I wouldn't only look at the business elements, but for sure also at your own role as a business owner especially if you're still having an active role, which most business owners have, then it could be very, could very well be yourself. Uh, and sometimes we don't want to want to see that, but it's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, it's really easy to get, particularly today, distracted, right? Like, mm -hmm we don't end up focusing on ourselves. We focus on the business or whatever it is that we think that we need, except ourselves. And we as business owners, as entrepreneurs are the most important part of the business. And we so often forget that. How do, what, well, firstly, what is the mindset of an entrepreneur or what should it be? And how do you help people, you know, create or adapt to ha having the right mindset? Yeah, it's it's partly what I already uh, shared. It's starting with the end in mind. So really knowing, okay, why am I pursuing this business? Um, and the ego, what you also mentioned, usually says, okay, it needs to be bigger. I need to be safe. Uh, I need to to earn enough um, and sell the business. But if you're really honest about it, you want the business to be a vehicle for, for your needs. Um, and that could be your personal growth. I think it should be uh, because a business and all its challenges grow you for sure as a person. Um, could, be, could be another more like spiritual need, uh, a need to contribute to something something bigger than yourself. Um, but it, it, it should also be 
fulfilling a need of, uh, of of safety of certainty so you can just uh, earn good money with it because there is no ceiling to what you can earn with it with the business which is beautiful i think and um yeah also the the part of having fun and creating connection um that these are also things that you can get out of out of a business and at the same time while you're running the business you are also having a private life which is important to you so i would i would always take all these things into into account and based on that make create a vision a life vision and a business vision co combined and yeah, when you have this vision in mind, you can start building and just do regular checks. Or am I still on the right path? Um, and I think it's really important to place yourself in the center of your life and make sure the business is not in the center and that you get mar marginalized and uh, weaken, weaken yourself, as we often see in the, in the current narrative, in the current entrepreneurship. So if you just stay in the, in the center, you... You make sure your needs are fulfilled and um, you are uh, giving your best to the business. Um, that that I think that's that's key. Um, I can make it a bit more specific, but high over, I think this is, uh, this yeah. is important. Uh, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs suffer from consistency and clarity and like it's always kind of the energy right so they bring the masculine energy in terms of like they work really hard and they leave the feminine energy which is the part of you know having the end in mind and if those two aren't aligned or balanced let's say um then more often than not you know there's a lack of clarity and that tends to produce a lack of consistency We've seen uh, small steps create big changes. So for anyone out there struggling with consistency, just know that consistency is your friend and that small steps uh, in the right direction will take you a long way. Lena, you've uh, created a little um, app or, uh, or um, well, I don't know what you call it, but the business potential yeah. score. So. If anyone wants to know what their potential is in terms of entrepreneurship, uh, explain to us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a tool that we created um, because we, the foundations of every business are so important and we help entrepreneurs to grow, um, to grow their business and to grow themselves. Um, so it's really important to know um, where you're coming from, to have clarity, okay, this is my current situation. These are my my bottlenecks, the things that are are holding everything back. Um, and if you know where you're currently at with your business and your own entrepreneurship, it's also, it's also so much easier to know which steps to take. Because if you know exactly where you are, you know where you want to be, then it's just a matter of, okay, what is the most logical first step? But yeah, you we created a tool to just have a, a 360 view on both your business and your own uh, personal entrepreneurship combined. And we measure uh, entrepreneurs across eight different different categories. Um, and based on that um, yeah, short assessment, it's like it takes you five minutes to fill, fill it out. We give um, businesses uh, and entrepreneurs a so-called business potential score. So you can both see, okay, how are you scoring at this point in time? But also where is, what is my potential if i just uh, take it from here and um 
We also give them individual scores based on every every category. Uh, you can think about team and execution or on uh, about your own personal performance. And then you also know, okay, this, this is particularly particularly low and I need to, to work on it first. This is really like a five out of 10. So this is something I, I, sh I should um, yeah, improve right away. So it gives you a lot of clarity about um, how ready you are for, for fast growth. Because if you're growing really fast and there are a few things broken, uh, not ready, that is dangerous. If you start to grow, if you want to grow really, really fast and your well-being and personal life at this point is really bad, then it will only get worse. And sooner when you have more responsibility and more pressure, things will start breaking. So yeah, it's really, I can really um, yeah, recommend every entrepreneur, especially if they have a team, because it's, spe it's specifically for entrepreneurs with a team, small teams, bit bigger teams, to do this business potential score. It takes you five minutes, um, gets you per perfect clarity. Um, and um, yeah. I've actually, I, I've used the tool personally. Uh, so if you're listening, I, I recommend that you uh, have a go yourself and see what the outcome is. It's always good to have a, a, a greater insight or as 360 as Leonard says. Is it a free tool, Leonard? And uh, where can people access it? Yeah, it's uh, totally for free. They can find it on our homepage. Uh, growtribute.com and um, yeah, it's super clear where you, where you can find it for, at our home on our homepage and um, you also get your results instantly there's no funnel behind it or something else you need to do you can you directly see this, the results on your screen and yeah it's something that I wish I had when I started started as an entrepreneur but also during during my tech startup days I really wanted to have seen certain bottlenecks, risks, um, because there's so much you need to take care of. There's so much. There's there's so many elements, so many levels to business. There's your team, your marketing. There's your your co-founder relationship relations. There's your own performance. There's there are sometimes there are investors. There's so many uh, things. So, um, and our minds and our egos really want to make things easy but as you said the, the feminist side of things is more holistic thinking about more things and just growth and 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 the bottom line and that's why i think tools like like we created um based on our experience as coaches for the past three years and my own entrepreneurial experience i think are invaluable Awesome. So, uh, guys, that's growtribute.com. You can access the tool there. Um, Leonard, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, anything you've said has resonated with them, of course, they can access the tool. But how else can they reach out? Yeah, they can add me on uh, LinkedIn or follow me there. Uh, Leonard van der Zeel. Um, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. Um, also on the homepage and the website that you just uh, named, you can find me as well. Um, and um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. If you just, if something resonates with my story, um, if you also want to build your business and your yeah, your your life more intentionally, um, because we can, we can have it all. Um, it's not always easy, but we can have uh, a business empire 
um, and have the money and the fun and 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 everything that comes from it, and at the same time, uh, don't yeah sabotage and sacrifice yourself in the journey, which I actually did, and I'm helping entrepreneurs to do the exact opposite right now. Um, what does uh, stay outstanding mean to you, Lena? Stay outstanding for me means to be really close to the best person you can be, uh, the best version of yourself. So it doesn't have to do with other people. And uh, I would say only look at yourself, at your potential and the person you can be in every moment of now. And you can choose to be that person. And if you don't know who, yeah, who that person can, can be, you can meditate on it and think about, okay, what is in me what is inside of me which what is my potential and in every moment you can decide to just uh, talk differently uh, say something you normally would have would have you would not have said or would not, not have done and stay staying outstanding is staying really close to that to that higher self if you want to call it that way um and um also acting so not thinking but also just acting Thank you for uh, sharing. It's been great to have you in the uh, studio today. Lena is an entrepreneurial coach. Uh, he can help you with your trust and confidence and reshaping your business, expanding your vision, uh, strategies and actions and so much more. Uh, so to, please do reach out to him. Um, and thanks so much for coming on the show today, Lena. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was was wonderful. And uh, looking forward to see each other again soon in uh, real life. Yeah. Likewise, buddy. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed the content and got any value, please do like it, rate it, follow, subscribe, and leave a comment. You'll find us across all the social media channels, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All the links are in the show notes. It's been my privilege to host you today. I'm Gavin Scott. Until next time, stay outstanding.